Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries, or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And I have a couple programming notes, by the way. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, how they use language and why they speak in such vague terms and why they say things like, we'll finish the job. And what does that mean? We'll talk about that in a moment. Before I forget... Uh, the national divorce thing, people love when I talk about the national divorce thing. It's just a fun discussion. You know, people argue, I agree, I don't agree, and all that's great. I have a special that I did for the first TV on it. If you would like to watch that, I have on people who argue with me, people who agree with me. You have to go to thefirsttv.com slash podcast. Thefirsttv.com slash podcast. Ron DeSantis comes on. James Lindsay. It's 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 an interesting interesting conversation. All right. To wrap up something we were talking about last hour. Maybe you missed it. Maybe it's different. Someone was asking why Joe Biden's always talking about let's do the job. I'll finish the job. 
elect me again and I'll finish the job. And she said, well, it's kind of ominous to me. What job? Finishing off the country? And I started out by explaining, remember, they they have they have to walk a tightrope at all times, the American communist does. And that tightrope is this. He has to let his America-hating, God-hating, self-hating base know that he hates everything the way they hate everything, and he'll burn everything down the way they want to burn it down. But at the same time, he has to try to keep Norm and Norma asleep watching the game on Sunday. What? Voting? I can't do that. Football's on. He needs to keep them that way. So he uses language that the people on the bottom, the, the communist street scum, that they will interpret it one way and that Norm and Norma can interpret it another way. We've had this talk. I mean, we've been talking about Look, again, you know, I'll just use an example. Christian nationalism. We've been talking a lot about that lately because they talk a lot about that lately. What are they doing? They're attacking Christianity. They hate the American church. They hate anything that they view as a competing religion. They despise the values of it. If they had their way, the FBI would have already arrested your pastor and burnt down your church and sent the congregation off to a gulag. You can deny that all you want. That's what communists have always done. Our communists are exactly the same. That's what they want. They know they can't do quite that here in America. We're not quite there yet. But they do. They want to attack Christianity and the values of it, but not... not not letting Norm know that that's what they're doing. You see what I mean? This is what they hand ring over. Yeah, we want to attack the Christian church, but we have to keep Norm calm. So how do you do that? You come up with something that no one's really heard of before that you can't really explain, or I should say that you can explain any way you want, and instead you call it Christian nationalism. That lets your radical base know, hey, don't worry, we're going to crucify the Christians like you want. Well, at the same time, it lets the, all the endless norm and normas in the pews of American churches, it lets them stay calm that, hey, they're not really coming for me. It's just the nationalists. That's why they talk like the this. The problem with that is that they are determining man Men, it is men, are determining what God is telling them. And in the past, that so-called natural law is, you know, it's a pillar of Catholicism, Mm -hmm. Catholicism, for instance, it's been used for good in social justice campaigns. Martin Luther. Just I'll pause that. I'll let her keep going. Did you did you hear what she said there? You'll see you. You see that a lot in Catholicism. But hey, sometimes Catholicism has been used for good. And immediately, you notice what she thought was good? Well, for social justice campaigns and stuff. You see, Catholicism is fine as long as Catholicism is bending the knee for my religion. But if you try to step outside of that nationalist, go ahead and try it and see what happens. King evoked it in talking about civil rights. But now you have an extremist element of conservative Christians who say that this applies specifically to issues including abortion, gay marriage, and it's going much further than that, as you see, for instance, with the ruling in Alabama this week, that judge is connected to that dominionist uh, faction. Look, I don't care if you're a Christian, as long as you're not one of these Christian nationalists who is against abortion, then, then we have a problem, you see. I don't mind if you're a Catholic. As long as you're going to help us with our new social justice campaign, 
But go ahead and go ahead and try to pull that marriages between a man and a woman stuff, and we'll crack down on you, Catholic nationalist. That's why they talk the way they talk. Always vague. Remember, Mao, his cultural revolution. What was the cultural revolution? Well, he wanted a more firm hold on communist culture in China. He wanted to rid China of his enemies, political enemies, enemies in the culture. And so Mao weaponized the young people of China, high school and college students, to go be his red guard and go beat and torture all millions of people within the borders of China. And they did this rallying around what? What concept did they rally around? Well, Mao said, you know what? We got to get rid of the four olds around here. We have these four olds and they're holding us back. Okay, wow. That's incredible. What are these four olds? Must be pretty amazing, pretty detailed stuff. What are these things? Old ideas, old culture, old customs, old habits. Huh? What does that mean? That doesn't doesn't mean anything. Why Why wasn't he? Why wasn't he more specific? Being vague is the idea. That's why the communist speaks the way he speaks. That's why he will never define anything for you, and yet he will demand you define everything. You can't even define that, he'll say. Yet he speaks in the most vague terms because that allows him, that gives him the freedom to do whatever he wants to do. Old ideas, old culture, old customs, old habits. You know what it really meant? It meant whatever Mao wanted it to mean at the time. Whatever turned out to be politically convenient, well, it all got fit under the umbrella of old ideas, old customs, old culture, old habits. Being vague is the idea. It's the entire point of how these people speak about everything. Absolutely everything. Look, uh... Here's another great example from yesterday. We were talking about it. Secretary Austin has to sit in front of Congress and answer questions. Questions about a very specific thing, a specific incident, an incident that had times and dates. You, Mr. Defense Secretary, you disappeared for so many days. You didn't tell anyone. No one knew. These are specific questions about specific times and dates and specific things he did wrong. Now listen to how this apparatchik answers the questions. Uh, 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 uh. The 30-day review summary uh, lays a lot of blame at the feet of your staff. Uh, it seems that that would appear, correct? For the breakdown in the process? You've told us that you are responsible, but the, re- the 30-day review seems to blame your staff. Well, the, the 30-day review pointed out that, uh, uh, that there were uh, some missteps, and, and, uh, but there was never any ill intent. Or- there was uh, 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 some missteps. Uh, uh. An intent to obfuscate. So. Uh-huh. Uh, one year ago, you told me in this hearing room you had no regrets about what happened in Afghanistan. Do you, re- do you regret what happened here? I- I've said that uh, we didn't get this right, uh, uh, Congressman, and uh, we put measures in place to ensure that the notification process uh, is improved going forward. Mr. Secretary, we, who, who will be held accountable? What a way to put that. 
Well, uh, look, we've put uh, uh, steps in place to make sure the notification process, you see it wasn't him. He didn't screw anything up. There's a notification process. It's some kind of process. It was probably just the best practices. That wonderful communist term you hear all the time, best practices. Transfer of authority uh, was... uh, Who will be held accountable for this? This this embarrassment. Again, I take full responsibility, and we put measures in place to to address uh, the the shortcomings. Are you surprised the president didn't call for your resignation? Isn't that the best part of it? Well, I take full responsibility. Okay, so what's that mean? Just like Joe Biden with his all, get it, reelect me, I'll finish the job. What does that mean? Well, it means nothing. He's not going to resign, not going to be fired, not going to be punished in any way. It's just a word. It's like, uh, who is it? Kissinger, Henry Kissinger, a long time ago. Actually, you can, I think there's video of this out there. I'm not sure. I'm, maybe I'll look it up for you one day. But of Henry Kissinger talking about the term support our troops. He's talking about support our troops. We love this term. Maybe you've even used this term, support our troops. And he was talking about it, and I'm I'm very much paraphrasing here. It's been a few years since I listened to it. And he said, well, what does that word mean? Well, it doesn't really mean anything. What does that mean, support our troops? What does it mean specifically? How? In what way? He said it doesn't mean anything, but it can mean whatever you want it to mean. And we can interpret it any way we want to interpret it. It's just one of those stupid political words they use to obfuscate the truth. What, Chris? You just, <laughs> Chris is just not educated like we are. All right, anyway, speaking of the military, someone wants to know if I got in trouble in boot camp. I did get in trouble in boot camp more than once. Most of the time, it was not my fault. We'll discuss that in a moment. It wasn't Chris. Most of the time, we'll discuss, most of the time, it wasn't that. It wasn't my fault. Let's talk about saving a baby. Let's talk about saving a life. We are going into the weekend, right? And we're going to put our phones down and we're going to walk away from politics and we're going to embrace our family and our community and life is going to be great and all that stuff is good. But what if we saved a life going into the weekend? Because there's a, an unborn baby out there who needs you. That unborn baby, not only is its life in danger, its mother has already begun looking for ways to kill it, how she can kill it, where she can kill it. Get a hold of preborn. Give them $28 and buy her an ultrasound. They will give her a free ultrasound. She will hear the heartbeat and she will choose life. They choose life almost every single time. Just let her hear it one time. Preborn.com slash Jesse is where you give. All right? Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We've been talking all kinds of political stuff here today. Let's switch things up a little bit here. Jesse, you seem like you like to laugh and don't mind putting yourself out there. You ever get yourself in trouble in boot camp when you should have been practicing your shutting up skills? Yes, but look, my mouth has gotten me into trouble more than once. I don't have a good sense of decorum. I don't oftentimes understand what is appropriate in certain situations and what is considered rude. I 100% blame my father for that. Nevertheless, that is who I am. Um, So yes, my mouth has gotten me in trouble a bunch. 
It didn't really get me in trouble in the Marines that much until Iraq. I'll tell you about that in a moment. In boot camp, it wasn't my mouth that got me in trouble as much as it was how much I love to laugh. Uh, I've gotten better as I've gotten older about maintaining a stone face when I tell a joke or trying to be monotonous and dry about it. Just because I think dry delivery on jokes is really, really funny. And I try to do it, you know. But when I was younger, man, if something was funny, I just could not stop laughing. One of my buddies, I, I just, so many of my buddies used to get me in trouble all the time. One of my buddies in boot camp, I hate him. I hate him so much. He would... I don't have another way to put this. Okay, so I'm sorry. Ladies especially, I'm, I apologize. He would fart on command. He's one of these people who could fart whenever he wanted to fart. And they were really loud. They were extremely loud. And you have inspection in boot camp every day, multiple times a day, if I remember right. Again, I haven't, it's been 20 years, but multiple times a day. And when I say inspection, you will sit there with your little skivvy shorts on and, and a little T-shirt you are not allowed to talk. You are not allowed to laugh. You are not allowed to move. You're not allowed to scratch your nose. Nothing. You're not allowed to smile. You will sit there. They call it maintaining bearing. You're working on your bearing. You will sit there unmoving. One of the famous stories from boot camp when I was a recruit was one of the previous classes. He was out there. Uh, it was doing drill. Either way, he was supposed to maintain his bearing and a bee landed on his face and stung his face. And he didn't lose his bearing. He didn't slap it off. He didn't change. And he was a legend in boot camp. Our drill instructors were telling us, that's who you want to be. You know, okay, so bearing, right? Not allowed to smile, not allowed to laugh. And you're sitting there in your skivvies and you're holding out your fingernails so they can make sure your fingernails are trimmed. They're going to examine your shave. Go ahead and let your shave be screwed up and see how much fun that is. They're inspecting you, teaching you, you know, how to do all these things. Well, my buddy... When the drill instructors were, there were generally two different rows in the barracks, but you could hear them making their way up the other row, screaming at everyone, making everyone do push-ups, making life miserable. And he would wait until they were about to round the corner for our row. And he would stand across from me. And he knew that I could not, I could not maintain my bearing when it came to things like that because I have maturity problems. And he would just tear one loose really really loud that alone i'm not exaggerating can get you in trouble if the drill instructors know who farted you are going to pay for that with sweat and misery they will so he would fart like that and they would scream they would hear it everyone could hear it i mean i swear china could hear it it was so loud and they'd lose their minds and flip out and come over there screaming and yelling and he would sit there like a stone-faced statue and I couldn't handle it ever. I don't think one time he did this where I could not laugh. And the harder I tried not to laugh, and the drill instructors would already be seeing me because I'm a foot taller than everyone else in boot camp. And already they love to yell at me because I was so much taller anyway. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to, I'm doing the, like I'm doing the best I can to hold the laughter in. And then eventually, more than once, I would burst right in the drill instructor's face. Oh, you think this is funny, Kelly? And that was it, and I would just, boom, I would just burst out laughing. Go ahead and laugh in a drill instructor's face and let me know how the next hour of your life goes. It's not pleasant. I, I, more than one time, my farting buddy 
got me they called it the quarter deck back then i don't know if they still do that what they do is when you're in the barracks and when the, and they want to destroy you there's this little open area at the front of the barracks and they would get on my quarter deck kelly and you would go up there and then they would just wreck you just the more i, I remember laying there in my, a puddle not a couple drops in a puddle of my own sweat gasping for air many many times because my buddy thought it was hilarious to make me laugh so that's the kind of thing that would happen in boot camp. What else used to happen to me? Because I'm so tall, uh, they used to grab the little foot lockers that sit at the base of your bed, your, your rack, your bed. Your, we called it a rack, your bed. And they would stand on them and surround me and you know, start screaming at me and stuff like that. So that stuff, that stuff was quite common in boot camp. But uh, my mouth didn't really get me in trouble until Iraq. In Iraq, we had... A legend of a first sergeant. I love that man to this day. I mean, look, he listens to the show. Just to this day, I respect that man. He's what a what a human being. But our company commander, who I will obviously not name here, was a stupid idiot and a worthless piece of trash. And I was a non-commissioned officer. I was a corporal then, and I got a little bit too lippy and rebellious back then to where my first sergeant basically had to square me away badly one day. And I needed that. Anyway, I needed that. Enough. Let's talk about recruiting in the military why is the marine corps actually speaking of the marines why are their recruiting numbers still there is someone going to hurt trump somebody has many good questions we'll talk about that before we talk about that let us discuss getting older gentlemen and society as it is now the truth is if you're a man in society today whether you're 20 or 90 you've ingested too much estrogen because it's in our waters our, we have estrogen full in our waters. It's, it's all throughout them. It sucks. It's because of so much women's birth control and the treatment plants don't filter it out. But we drink high levels of estrogen and it's dropping our testosterone levels and we're not what we should be as men. And I'm not just talking about the, ba- the baby making portion. Our, our minds. We're not as logical. We're not as focused. We're not as energetic. Are you down a lot, guys? You depressed a lot? I bet you have low T levels. It's a direct link between that and depression. Take a male vitality stack from chalk for 90 days, gentlemen. 90 days. 90 days. 20% increase in your testosterone. You will be a different human being. Chalk.com. Promo code Jesse. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Jesse. We'll be back. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. I'm not ashamed of saying I love my dog. I do. And I definitely want him to be as healthy as possible. And that's why I get so excited about Rough Greens. I now have a real appreciation for the passion that Rough Greens creator, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, has for dogs and their good health. Dr. Black knows nutrition is critical for dogs, and that's why he created Rough Greens with all the needed vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils, digestive enzymes, antioxidants, bad breath, odor, poor digestions, achy joints, low energy. All those can be dealt with when you actually give your dog nutrition. Right now, Dr. Black and his dogs are offering a free Jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it. You don't need to change your dog's food. Just add a scoop of Rough Greens to it. A free Jumpstart trial bag can be at your door in just a few days. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse or call 833-33-MY-DOG. That's roughgreens.com slash jesse. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're actually going to dig into some military stuff here shortly. We're going to... Do the little pack money talk here? Should you ever give to a pack? Is that something you should avoid? Concealed carry weapons. There's just so much we're going to get to today on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. Let's also do keep in mind at all times. You know, freedom is not free. Now, here's an email. Jesse, my husband has a theory that the system is going to attempt a Trump assassination and blame it on Russia. And use this as a way to not have the election. What say you, great oracle? All right, I'll, let's, let's get to this in a second. I've, I've had these concerns before. Are they going to hurt Trump? Is someone going to hurt Trump? 
Uh, and what I've said over and over again is they might. They might. I, I, and I know I'm supposed to do this thing where, no, no, it's all going to work out. and It's all going to be fine. I read history books. You read history books or you listen to history podcasts, or at least you probably enjoy it when I discuss it. Taking out a system disruptor is what systems have done forever. When you get a corrupt system into place and the system views anybody as a threat to it, systems will use any and everything at their disposal to remove that person from the equation. Let's pause for a moment here and discuss this. I understand that Trump is so polarizing, it makes, it makes it very, very difficult for people to see clearly. That's what polarizing figures like that do. Trump, as I've said many times, makes people stupid. And here's what I mean by that. Either he is this symbol for you, maybe not you specifically, but for most people, either he's this catch-all symbol of how we will fight back and right all the wrongs, all hope in Trump, or he is this antichrist demon for you. He's Hitler for you. He's the source of all problems. He's the problem. He's, he's, he's one of the two for most political people I talk to. Either he is the second coming or he is the antichrist. And the problem with that way of thinking is it doesn't let you see clearly. Love and hate give you blinders. You can't ever accurately assess your child. Because you love your child. That's why you have blinders. So when it comes to the political process in Donald Trump, they're charging him with RICO in Georgia in an election year. And let me be clear about this. Nobody stopped it. There were no systems put into place to stop Fannie Willis in Georgia from prosecuting Trump. Now, maybe you're right now saying, well, don't worry about that. That case is going to go away because of her corruption and she had an affair. Yeah, no, 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 no. I understand that we may have lucked out, completely lucked out, that the communist in Georgia happened to be too nakedly, pardon the pun, too nakedly corrupt to end up going through with it. I, I get that we may have lucked out. No one stepped in to stop it. Nothing, no part of our system stepped in to say, uh, no, you're not charging the current Republican nominee with RICO in an election year and sending him to a state prison in Georgia. No, that's not going to happen. That did not happen. It didn't. We may win in that case, but that did not happen. I don't have to talk about New York. I don't have to even talk about D.C. where he will, he will be convicted in D.C. 100% conviction rate. You heard Julie Kelly talk about that last night. I don't have to bring up any of that. Just Georgia alone. That's amazing that we've gotten here that quickly. And so, as I have said over and over and over again, it is a con- concern I have had, and it is a concern I continue to have. I am worried that the system is going to do whatever it takes to ensure that Donald Trump is not elected president. They have convinced themselves and their base 
that they're fighting against Mussolini, that they're fighting against Hitler. And as I've asked you many times before, what wouldn't you do to stop Hitler? I have been talking about this now for a long time, uh, that I did not believe that Donald Trump was planning to leave the White House. Uh, People criticized me saying I didn't know what I was talking about. Well, I think everybody now sees what I was talking about when I said I consider Trump to be a Mussolini. uh, What wouldn't you do to stop Mussolini? No, I don't have some inside information. Uh, I've had friends of mine. Well, they, they remain friends of mine, and I believe them. They believe that Donald Trump <clears throat> losing his reelection campaign may have saved his life. I believe that as well. Ah, Jesse, that's crazy. That would never happen. Really? <laughs> How'd the 60s go? It would never happen? The powers that be would never decide that a man was too much of a threat to them and take him out? Really? It would never happen? Seriously? The entire history of the world is that happening. Of course it could happen here. And yes, I am worried about it. I am. And I'm not, as you know, I'm not a Trump hater at all. Voted for him twice. Going to vote for him again in the general. I'm not a Trump lover. I don't think he's the second coming. I don't think he's the solution to all of our problems. I think that's ridiculous. But the thought of that and what that would mean for the country, it worries me a great deal. I do think about it. I I do worry that they're going to hurt him, that someone will. And remember... It's not like they have to, you know, we, we do this thing in our minds and we talk about somebody maybe trying to hurt Trump, but we're, we're, oh, there'll be some secret CIA super assassin who will take a shot from 25 miles away. And like, that's not generally how it works from the Central Intelligence Agency to the mob. To, I, I, you know, I shouldn't even make it about the CIA. Every intelligence agency, Russian intelligence, Mossad, CIA. You know how they assassinate people lots of the time? They find some half-crazy patsy and give him just enough training and put a weapon in his hands, and they say they find a way to radicalize him. It's easy to radicalize American communists when they think they're fighting against Hitler and Mussolini. Find a way to radicalize them. Understand you're throwing them into a suicide mission. They're religious zealots, so you only got to find the right one once and find a way to get him to go do your bidding. And, of course... He may end up <coughs> being hurt in custody. After all, you always need a Jack Ruby to clean things up for you now, don't you? Sorry, sorry, didn't want to do that on a Friday. Anyway, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, she's, she's uh, this lady's a Marie mom, same lady. She says, there's a joke in our son's unit even with all the woke crap in the core, it's still not as bad as all the other branches. And that's why the USMC had the best recruiting numbers last year. Uh, Asked me not to use her name, and of course I will not. So why did the Marines make their recruiting numbers and the other branches suffered such a shortfall? Well, Marines always make their recruiting numbers. And here's why. Uh, And this is actually as much as I enjoy insulting the Army and the LGBTQ Air Force and the Navy – I think it's pretty obvious by this point in time how much I respect services. I just do. I do. I can't help it. I love it. The American fighting man, I admire him, and I always have, always will. But the Marines, it becomes almost a rebellious thing for young men. It's, uh, I really want to see what I'm made of. 
There's a reason Marines are almost always in the most trouble when it comes to the military branches. It's where the rebellious young men go to kind of be the bad boy. And no matter what, there's always going to be a certain percentage of young men who want to go be the bad boy. Hey, it was me, right? It was natural for me anyway. The bad boy. This is what it is. All right? All right. What time is it in the country? Is it time for civil war? And should you donate to a pack? Let's talk about that. Before we talk about any of that, speaking of our fighting men, women, we do kind of forget about our veterans too often. And I'm, I'm not talking about the vets. I know you respect veterans. I'm not talking really specifically about you. But you know what I do think about a lot? I think about our catastrophically injured veterans. And there are many from Iraq, Afghanistan, other places. And they're missing physical pieces of themselves. And now that Afghanistan's over and Iraq's gone, we just don't think about them that much, right? They're out of sight, out of mind, unless you have one in your life. But he's still living without legs. And he will for the rest of his life. I love that Tunnel to Towers... They build smart homes for our catastrophically injured veterans, giving them a quality of life they were they would not have otherwise. I just think that's one of the most blessed things we can do for people who oftentimes do feel forgotten. Let's remind them they're not forgotten. Eleven dollars a month is what Tunnel to Towers asks from you and me. T the number two T dot org. T two T dot org. We'll be back. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have so much to get to, and I mean, it's, I don't even know how we're going to do it all. I don't know that we have to even do it all, but let us dig in. Let us dig in now. Jesse. Are there any PACs that represent our interests? If we banded together, had an organization, a platform, and a PAC, and used the power of our numbers, wouldn't we be able to weld uh, to get our interests addressed? Well, listen, there are many things that are not universal in politics. They're not universal at all. In fact, most things are not universal. PACs, many, 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 many PACs are garbage. You could probably make the argument that most PACs are garbage. It is not all PACs, though. And remember, PAC, it's P-A-C, Political Action Committee. There are PACs. There are super PACs. There are differences between these kinds of PACs. Some of these organizations are really genuine and awesome, and they push for the right things, and you can trust them. Most of them are just kind of candidate slush funds or another way for the candidate to acquire large amounts of campaign dollars, dollars that will be used, of course, independently of his knowledge, but dollars that are handed out to other candidates, dollars that are spent on TV. There already are great PACs, and you can start your own good PAC. But remember this, speaking of money in politics, your PAC, no matter how pure the cause, your PAC will only be as influential as the money it raises, are you ready to raise that kind of a money? And we don't like talking about this because it makes us feel poor. It makes us feel helpless. It makes us feel a little bit dirty, doesn't it? What, what do you mean money? 
I, I don't like money. Why does it have to always be about money? Jesse, it shouldn't be money. Jesse, we need to get the money out of politics. Stop. That's child stuff. That's naive. Money has always been a part of politics, not just America's. Always has been and always will be part of politics. Money is a big part of it. When people were asking me what I want for the next RNC chairman, because Ronald McDaniel is going to leave. And people were picking their favorite politician, you know, or, or favorite guy who didn't win or, or something like that. Jesse, you should take over. I said the least sexy thing possible. Everyone's mad, but I'm right. We need a good fundraiser. That's it. Find someone who can raise a boatload of money and then is willing to disseminate that money to the grassroots organizations so we can get better at the blocking and tackling that wins elections. Chasing down ballots, harvesting ballots where it's legal, GOTV efforts. That should be 100% of the job of the next RNC chairman. Raise money. Your entire life is a fundraiser here and a fundraiser there and a fundraiser there. And you're standing up and you're giving speeches and you're asking rich people to write checks. That should be your job, raising money. If you want to pack, Chris and I have talked about it. Me, Chris, Michael, we've actually talked about a Jesse Kelly pack so we can start going after these low-T GOP losers. And I'm interested in the idea, but what holds me back is that, raising money. The pack doesn't matter what it is, what label on it, what the cause is. The pack is only as powerful as the money you raise. If your pack is out there throwing around a bunch of cash, this candidate, this campaign, if your pack becomes something that candidates want to court, now you're going to have some sort of political power. If your pack is just a great cause, means nothing, right? And, and that's harsh to say. Because we want to act like we live in some kind of a world that is different than that. But that's the reality of it, right? That is the reality of where we are. I, in fact, that's the reality of where it's always been. That's how things work. You raise money because money and power in politics go hand in hand. With money, you can make a bunch of campaign donations to politicians, to special interest groups who will agitate on your behalf. And you will be more powerful. Money and begets power. Power begets money. That's the way life has always worked. I know that's unfair. Sorry. Suck it up, buttercup. Life's unfair. Now, look, what that means is you need more money. And I need more money. That's what switching to Pure Talk is all about. Remember, your cell phone company is not only a garbage piece of communist trash. Your cell phone company charges you way too much. Why does there need to be a T-Mobile store every 55 feet? Why? How is it that when you switch to Pure Talk, you get the same phone, same phone number, same great 5G network, but your cost goes down so much? How did my bill get cut in half when I switched from T-Mobile to Pure Talk? Well, they don't have all these stupid stores everywhere. You want to get a hold of someone at Pure Talk? You just pick up the phone. And good news is their customer service team... They're all Americans. It's all based in America. They all speak English. You need something, anything, you just get a hold of Pure Talk and save a fortune. Pick up your cell phone and dial pound 250 because now's the time. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Time to make the switch. Spend 10 minutes on the phone. Stop giving garbage companies your money. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. All right, moving on. Hey, Jesse, 
I respectfully disagree with your insistence regarding your approval of Americans' re- re- uh, refusal to join the military. We should be doing the opposite. We should be flooding our military. Do we want to take our country back? The military is a good start. My 16-year-old son wants to join up. Is he the only patriotic one to step up? Okay, let's deal with this. And remember, totally fine to disagree with me. One, sounds like an outstanding young man and sounds like a father who's a patriot. Two, there are so many patriots who are still in. So many, especially the ground pounder types. So many patriots are still in. They're outnumbered and surrounded now, but they're still in. What I have said is, it doesn't matter my opinion or your opinion on it. Legacy military families are not signing up. They're not. That's the recruiting shortfall. Legacy military families, especially GWAT veterans, uh, Global War on Terrorism veterans, they signed up almost always because dad did or uncle did. Lots of times that's why they signed up. And the norm in American history was veterans of a war, even an ugly one, encouraged their sons to join. Yeah, sounds good. Help me grow up. Yep, go serve your country. The GWAT veterans are not. Their children are not signing up. They are completely disillusioned with what they've seen, with not just the cause, with the lack of accountability at the highest levels. They know that their lives will be ruined if something goes wrong, and then they see this crap from the Secretary of Defense. How did privacy keep this information from getting to the Commander-in-Chief and getting, you know, why was that a reason? Well, Tara, as the Secretary has said, the buck stops with him, and he's taken responsibility for not notifying the, the president uh, and the White House sooner. Uh, and the review is also clear uh, that there can be more guidance for how determinations are made, executed, and communicated. Um, but again, as the uh, Office of the Director of Administration and Management conducted this review, they found nothing uh, during the review that demonstrated any indication of ill attempt, intent. Oh, as long as there was no ill intent, no big deal. Just the sec def going AWOL. Guys on the ground see that. They're not stupid and they're not going to serve under it. But my reasons for why I tell my sons that are different. And I will explain my reasons next. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. 
the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries, or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. 